Ephesians. That's where we left off last week, and you know that's where we're going to take it up again today. Ephesians chapter 1. You can go ahead and turn there. And uh, I'm going to do just a little bit of, uh, just a little review from last week, uh, just to kind of bring you up to date if you weren't here. We started out actually in the book of Joshua and talked about the children of Israel and what God had already promised them. But something happened in the equation between what God told them and what God wanted them to have. You know, folks, we can have everything that God wants us to have. We can hear everything that we know that God wants us to hear. But until you and I take what he has spoken and what he has put in our hearts and put that into action, it really doesn't matter what he has told you. Amen? Because the Bible tells us we don't only need to be hearers of God's word. But the power and the resources and the goodness of God comes by when we become doers of God's Word. Amen. Uh, we could probably walk out, walk out on the streets of Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas, doesn't matter which one, and I could walk up and down the street and I could probably talk to everybody, interview them just for a moment, and say, do you believe in God? Probably 90 or 95% of them, well, sure I believe in God. Well, do you know his son, Jesus? Well, I believe in God. Amen? Just because you believe in something doesn't mean that things that God wants you to have are going to have or happen in your life. It takes what we call a corresponding action. If you believe in something long enough, you're going to what? Do something about it. So we're so thankful that even though God spoke truth into Israel, spoke truth into Joshua being the leader that Moses put in when he left. It's the word in you. It's Christ in you that's going to change your life. Not not having heard about what he did. And even our own local church here, it's not about what we used to do here, what you used to do. Remember the good old days. How about today? What's he doing today? What is he doing in your life today? Is he still as rich and as pure and exciting to you today? To yesterday's God, today is now. What are we doing about God today? Are we inviting Him in with that same zeal and excitement that we did when we said yes to Him wherever it was? Can you say amen? The same Jesus that saved you back then. The same Jesus that brought you through the problems. The same Jesus that set you on a hill. The same Jesus that walked you through the valley. The same Jesus is with us today and He hasn't backed up one little bit. Can you say amen? Not one bit. He hasn't backed up one bit. Maybe I have. Maybe you have. Maybe this church has. But Jesus will never go back. He goes that way. He goes that way. 
He goes that way. He goes forward. He's in front of you. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read here in Ephesians chapter 1. And let's just read verse 3, 4, and 5. What hurt Israel more than anything. Again, I want to emphasize this. They had everything they were supposed to have to be a success. He gave them the land. He was with them. Gave them a new leader. He was there. But remember what happened? They were disobedient. I said they were disobedient. Folks, you can have everything you need to have to get the job done, but if you're not obedient to what he says says you to do, it's not going to help you. I said it's not going to help you. Well, let's look at this here in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who what? Hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be what? Holy and without blame before him in love. Amen. Verse 5, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the what? Good pleasure of his will. Notice that this is what? It's in the past tense. Has nothing to do. Amen. It's already taken place. He's already done this. He's already spoken into existence. How many spiritual blessings? All. Everybody say all. These spiritual blessings affect every, listen to me, these spiritual blessings affect every area of our life, our spirit, soul, and body, family, and include the material things and material blessings that go along with it. What has he done? He's blessed us with what? All of them. They are spiritual blessings because they were given by God who is a spirit. They are blessings that were produced, what? By the Holy Spirit. These blessings were given to us in the spirit world, but, everybody say, by faith. But by faith, we take hold of these blessings. And they become what? A reality in our life. How? By faith. Did He speak it to us? Did He give it to us? Yes, He did. Do they belong to us? Yes, they do. It's up to you and I to carry it out. (laughs) These blessings, listen, these blessings include every blessing that there is. These blessings belong to every believer. Amen. Say, I'm a believer. And the blessings of God belong to me. Hallelujah. Well, how do we know that? Well, we say that by faith, but we know it because he spoke it. He said it was ours. He said it belonged to you. How many blessings? How many spiritual blessings? All, every blessing that's in the Bible belongs to you and I. How? In Christ. God has already given us every blessing that there is in the spirit realm. We must simply what? Find out about what they are, take a hold of them by faith, and don't let go. Can you say amen? It's like that person sitting next to you. If you'll grab a hold of them in the spirit realm, and the adversary tries to come, and he tries to come in between you and the other person, you can't 
be separated. Why? Because you're joined together. We refuse to be separated. Did you know the adversary's greatest tool is to get you to be what? Separated from who you are and who you are related to. Here, here, here's a great aunt and here's the niece. This is what the devil likes to do. Oh, yeah. But, oh, don't yeah. let me do it. This is what the oh, devil likes to do. Yeah, it's a good example here. Yeah, so help me out here. We, we, are, we are connected. But what does he want to do, Chloe? He wants to get in and separate you from your aunt. Why? She's got some things to give you. Why does the adversary want to separate you from Chloe? Chloe in her young age has some things to give you. But the adversary wants to come in and do all it. Let me get in here. I don't like the way you love each other. I don't like the way you treat her. I don't like what you're teaching her. Come on. No, yes. Get out of here, devil. Get out of here. That's why you ought to react. Amen. Come on. Don't tell me he hasn't tried. Don't tell me the adversary hasn't come into your life, hasn't come into your family and caused separation. Because if he can separate you from the ones you love, he can separate you from the one who loved you. Glory. Thank you, girls. (laughs) Well, when did the Father bless us with all these blessings? We read that in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. He blessed us with all these spiritual blessings before. Everybody say before. Before the foundation of the world. He already had a plan. I said he already had a plan. How did God do then since, since we did not exist before the foundation of the world? Amen. Well, he did it in Christ. Look here at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who what? Hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. <laughs> I got what I got, Brother Gary, in Christ, regardless of who I am. Amen. We we, we heard some things in convention. I I don't want to mention a lot of them because I'm going to speak about some things next week. But God ain't a white God. God ain't a black God. God is not a Hispanic God. He's not any other kind of God. He's an all-loving God. He's colorblind. He's age-blind. He's, he's, he's senseless to anything that the adversary might bring our way. He don't know about that bad stuff. He's a good God. I said he's a good God. <laughs> How should our churches look? Black, white, Hispanic, whatever other color you can think about, whatever age you're thinking about. Come on now. Our God did that. The love that he gave us, he did all those things way back before the foundation of the world ever started. He had a plan in mind. Jesus Christ existed with the Father before the foundation of the world. He was our what? Our representative before and with the Father. The Father, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit had a meeting before the foundation of the world and planned the entire plan of redemption from start to finish. In this meeting, the Father 
conferred upon Christ Jesus all of these spiritual blessings. When? Before the foundation of the world. They already had a plan. You can't mess up his plan. It ain't about your plan. It ain't about you. Remember I told you, it never was about us. It's about the man that died on the cross of Calvary, shed his blood and died for you and I, that we could be here today and stand up and shout or dance or holler or whatever you want to do. It's this man, Christ Jesus, that lives in you. Woo! Glory to God. Somebody had to die. Aren't you glad it wasn't you? Jesus said, I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. But I'm glad Jesus did come. And what did he do? He died on the cross. Oh, glory to God. For who? You and I. Look here at 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 18. Hallelujah. 1 Peter, chapter 1. Let me get over there. (laughs) 1 Peter, chapter 1. And look at verse 18. Hallelujah. 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 18. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things. Folks, there is no corruption in this man called Jesus. There is no corruption in the word that you're looking at today. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold. How many in here... Bought your way in. You don't have enough money to buy your way in. It's not about silver and gold. That's what Peter said when he said it. Silver and gold have I none, but what did he have? He had something. He'd been with the master. Amen. If you want something, go to the master. He's got what you need. Glory to God. With corruptible things of silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the, what? Tradition of the fathers. (laughs) This is why and how. But with the precious blood of Christ. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Who verily was what? Foreordained when? Before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for who? For you and I. He came for you and I. Who was the plan made for? It was made for you. It was made for your sons. It was made for your daughters. It was made for those who once knew the Lord and backed away and are not serving Him. Who is the plan still for today? It's still for us. The plan is still for us. Verse 21 says, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope may be in God. Can you say amen? Amen. When we received Jesus, we were placed in Christ. This is so important. When you see the words in him, in Christ, by whom, you need to circle those, put something around it because it's true. Until we get to that place. Until you came in this church building. 
you couldn't have church with us. Now, you might say, well, I'm not there. I'm, I, 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 I'm going to have church. No, you can't have church outside with me. You've got to come in here. In here. You've got to come in here. And if we're to fellowship with Christ, we've got to what? Get in Him. Because it's in Him where we live and move and have our being. It's in Him. There's nothing like it when He begins to move in us. There's nothing like it when He begins to move through us. There's nothing like it when He begins to move upon us. This man called Jesus. Everything that we will ever need from the time we were, we were born again throughout eternity was provided for us. How? In Christ. Before the foundation of the world. In verses 3, 4, and 5 tells us three things that the Father did for us. How? In Christ. Three things He did for us in Christ before the foundation of the world. The first one. Amen. He blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings. That's verse 3. He did three things. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings. The second thing he did, he chose us in him. That's verse 4. Amen. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And what did he do? He chose us. Chose us what? To be in him. Chose us to be in him. God did not choose who would be saved and who would not be saved before the foundation of the world. That word predestinated means to predestined. Yeah, he already predestined a way for you to go. And it was up to you to make the choice whether you wanted to go that way or not. Hallelujah. The choice is still yours. It's still yours. Amen. The Father's intent was that all would be saved and would stand before him holy and without blame. That was his plan. That all would come. Folks, there's still people in the world today who have not accepted Jesus Christ. Is that part of his plan? No. Even though he predestined a plan and predestined a way, it falls upon your shoulders now to choose his way. And when we do, we become in Him. And when we get in Him, all these spiritual blessings that He promised us belongs to us now. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. Anything God, all, anything God has promised in His Word, it's yours. I said it's yours. I said it's yours. You think He would lie? No. Is God a man that He should lie? Of course not. He said it. Amen. I believe it. That settles it. Hallelujah. The key, listen, the key is the phrase in him. We are chosen in Christ. Until you get in him, the blessings do not belong to you, even though they were already spoken out there. (laughs) They are for you. Amen. It'd be like... Let me use an illustration here. Get in my pocket. <laughs> Smile, Chloe. <laughs> it, it'd be like this. I had a $20 pocket, or $20, $20 in my pocket, and I pulled it out. And I, and I would say, Chloe, I've got this $20 for you, and I really want you to have it. But you know, Chloe, 
Sometimes you're just going to have to believe what I told you. But it's hers. It's really hers. And it belongs to her. But there's only one thing separating her and this $20 bill is what? Is what? Is what? Who is it? Who did I say it was for? So if this is for her, what would she have to do to get it? If she wanted it. I mean, if you want it. Did I say it was for you? Did I say if you would come, you could have it? Yes. I'm glad I didn't pull out a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> but you know what? It would have been hers. If God would have, thank you Lord for not saying a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> if the Lord would have said a hundred dollar bill, I'd have pulled it out. But he said, use a twenty dollar bill and let's just see how quick. Did you believe what I was telling you? Or did you think I was trying to play a joke or you were just too embarrassed and you didn't walk up, want to walk up and see it and get it. But when you heard it, how does faith come? <laughs> but when you heard me say even your name, God said, Joshua, go into Israel. I've given you the land. I have provided for you everything you'll ever need. And the only reason at that time that Israel didn't get what God promised them was disobedience. That would have been the only reason Chloe would not have gotten a $20 bill is if she just continued to sit and sit. You see where I'm going with this? And we sit. And we sit. And we sit. And God is like this. You know what? I think I'm just going to give her that $100 bill anyway. I'm, ner- I'm nervous. <laughs> you know, Barb and I divorced ourselves from money years ago. But even though a lot of times when God sees our heart, He'll still bring it to you, Chloe. Yes, Amen. Come on. He loves us so much. You can't put a price tag on his son, Jesus. I have one son. And I would give him anything. And he knows it. (laughs) That's a sad thing about it. (laughs) No, he's he's very gracious. Doesn't hardly ask for anything until he needs something. (laughs) Anyway, that's the way God is. 
Brother Gary, if we could open up the hearts of everybody in here, which we can't, but God has. God looks on the heart of every man and woman in here. He does. And he wants so much, Beverly, to come in. He wants so much to come in and to invade our privacy, Vicky. But sometimes we need to say, come on in here. Because I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. But God does. I don't have all the answers, but God does. You'll never have all the answers. Your great niece will never have all the answers. Your family won't have all the answers. But God does. And we need to point them in the right direction. Aaron, God doesn't know all the things, or we don't know all the things God wants for us. But God does. Stand up. God, God, God knows what's in here. I've never met this boy before, have I? Never met you before. Share a little bit of his story with me. Amen? God don't where you just came. He don't care where you just came from. But he does care about where you're going. If Jesus were to come today, Aaron, right now, and stand in front of this congregation and look at you and say, Aaron, are you ready to go to heaven? What would you tell him? Yes. Did you know that's all it takes? Is a yes? Is a yes? Thank you, Eric. Love you, buddy. God protect this young man. Pray for that young boy. Amen. God wants so much. I forgot what direction I was going when the Holy Ghost took over. You just, I just lost the train of thought of everything. But, but when you let God have church in His church, things happen. And we need to be, we need to remember that. You know, I don't always have to preach, but Evelyn, I sure want God to lead me. I sure want Him to lead me. Well, however, however, and God wants you to listen to Him. Amen. Sometimes we don't understand the path that He wants us to walk down, but He will. But He'll be there with us. He'll take us by the hand. Yes. But what he wants to do is take us by the heart. Amen. Amen. Folks, we owe him our heart. Whether you ever believe anything I ever say, believe him. Believe the things that, that he said. That I'm trying to give you. Not about Arnold. But I want to portray to you. Things he would do. If he were here. (laughs) Jesus would tell Aaron. He would would already say. Yeah I knew where you were. I saw what you was going through. And I was there with you. You just didn't really. Recognize me. I was there. (laughs) I was there when it was good. And Gary, he was with you when it was bad. And he still loved you. We can never take away 
the goodness and the grace and the love that God has deposited in us. Folks, I'm telling you, we just need to let it out. Let it out. Open the gate and then throw away the key. Some people are afraid to expose themselves. Not here. You don't ever have to be afraid because we're with you. We've been there. Your heart should be our heart. Your needs should be his needs. Amen? Well, I want to tell you this, and I'll close. I love all of you, and there's nothing the devil can do about it. Now, he may try, Evelyn. No. Nope. He may try. Uh, she's a quick learner. This <laughs> is my girl. He may try. <laughs> but we're not going to let him. He may try to get in your family, Vicky. Don't you let him. No. He may try to get in that family down in Texas, but don't you let him. He... he Y'all have heard the story about God looking for someone to fill in the gap. See, God's still looking for people to fill in the hedge. Why? Because when there's a gap, when there's a gap, things can get in. Just the littlest opening is all he needs. And he'll get in. And he'll, he'll come in with lies and sickness and disease and hate because he come to do one thing, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Oh, but God, I come to give you life and life more abundantly. And when did we get that abundant life? Listen to me. From the foundation of the world. The big three had a plan. God, the Holy Ghost, and Jesus. And they were talking about you and I. He loved us so much that he blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings. Let's stand. Beverly, do you know uh, come as I am or just as you are or what's the name of this? Just as I am. Had had something to do with I am. (laughs) The great I am. Amen. (laughs) Isn't that something what, uh, what God told Moses? I mean, I just thought of that. Yeah, Moses, just tell him that uh, I am sent you. Folks, you need to just tell your family that, uh, excuse me, but uh, I am sent me here. (laughs) Amen. Isn't it good? Could you sing a little bit of that? You know, can you remember How does he want you today? Just like you are.
Even if you're saved, He wants you like that. Just like you are. 